This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, a very good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast. Apologies that we're a couple of minutes late, but there is a very special reason for that, which we'll get into in just a moment. But as you can see, if you've just joined us on the on the live feed, we are once again with the same four as last week. So over in the far corner, Cam Felton. Hello. We've got Mark Plum. Hello. <laughs> and back for a fourth week running. Yeah, fourth. Fourth week, fourth week running. Uh, we've got Simon Mercer as well, and Simon, it's a very Hello. special day for you as well, isn't it? It is indeed. Your fiftieth birthday, I'm yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, don't, look don't look at day over 17. Don't look at day over 17. From all of us here, a very happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure you've been treated expertly as well because we've brought you some. I mean, you've all eaten yours before like, I've even yeah. brought mine down. <laughs> I've got a little bit left, yeah. but. Yeah. Mark's yeah. yeah. gone. Yeah. Where did yours end? Yours is... <laughs> Mine's down here with. with um... Yeah, yours is gone, and I've still got a slice of cake to eat. So I've just realised awkwardly throughout this entire podcast tonight, I'm going to be munching on cake and drinking <laughs> tea whilst you lot chat away. I hope you don't mind, boys. No, no. Because somebody was supposed to come out and bring the tea down from the end, but disappeared. I brought cake. I brought the cake for them. But yeah, we've also got another match. We'll come on to that. that Yeah. Who's, just remember who the host of this show is, Cam, and I'll put you back in your place. We'll come to that later on. We're going to do that later. <laughs> do that later on. All right. We do things Shots in an order. Here. Shots fired. I know you did. I appreciate the effort, <laughs> but we do things in a certain order. Here. So we have got uh, Cam, Mark, Simon, and myself uh, as well. No Nathan again this week. I'm sure he'll be popping up in the comments uh, later on as well. He's currently summoning himself in. Uh, a hot climate. If you've not checked out what Nathan's done, go to his YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's at Nathan M's uh, on YouTube. Go and check that out and have a look at their butler. Hilarious guy. We'll come on to that later on. Uh, so you've had some cake. You've had a nice cup of tea. You've also got a beer, which, uh, which yeah, is yeah. tea as well. I don't know where that's come from, but whatever. Um, and also, you've also got the chance tonight to win some pick and mix. 
you know, we, we're going all out tonight. Top price. Yeah, we shall. I mean, it's, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's half a pick and mix because it's what's left from my date last night. So there's, there's only half left. All right, boys. So <laughs> you can take, you can have a little look at that later on. Uh, let's move straight on with that before you lock in uh, quickly further on that. Uh, get into tonight's uh, connection question, of course. The connection question we always start off with uh, in relation to the club we're playing uh, in the next match. There's a loose connection. Sometimes it's a hard question, sometimes uh, it's an easy one as well. So today's connection question is, the Stags last beat Exeter City in April 2016. There are three current Stags players who all started in that game, one of which played for Exeter. So that's a big clue for you there. But who are they? Cam, do you think you know? How many do you think you know? I've got a couple of ideas. Give me a number, one uh, to three. How many do you think you know? There's three, so how many do you think you know? Okay. Three. You've got all three? Three. Okay. Uh, if you think you know the answer yeah. to that, let us know in the comments on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters, or you can tweet us at MTFC Matters as well. The Stags last beat Exeter in April 2016. There are three current Stags players who all started <laughs> that game, one of which played for Exeter in that game, but who are they? We'll find out later on. And uh, if you want to join us on Twitter, you can do as well because once again we're live on Facebook and on Periscope now last week uh, a couple of people sort of sent us comments which came from Periscope and I couldn't read them because it's a tiny iPod so if you want to drop us if you're watching on Periscope and you want to drop us a comment uh, then basically just tweet us at MTFC Matters or jump over to the Facebook page and join us Cam is going to be tweeting away throughout the show as always on his iPad tonight because his phone's broke how did you break that Has any, was it just randomly break just on you no random I was just watching the highlights from the Notts County game and it broke and it started flashing up yellow and I thought oh, I great Stags have scored no they haven't it was uh, my phone had started oh, to freak out and just died and came back to life today but it's like it keeps flashing it's like it's only a matter of time that it's well, this, this, this is not Fix a Samsung podcast this is a no, Mansfield Matters podcast so let's, but let's it crack on with the so it was a loosely Mansfield related well there we go and let's, <laughs> let's talk about horrors shall we we'll start off with that let's start off with the nightmare of Newport Storm Brian tried to tried his best to, to mess us up but in the end it was a point a, a good point or not I'd, I'd say it was a good point but it should have been more than a point we played fantastic in the first half probably the best performance we had, had all season and I think it was probably about on par with the performance that we put in against Luton in the first half and I think the the boys really did work well and for the first half we it, we looked dominant but yet again it's second half letting letting things slip just a lapse in concentration once and it's let them back in the game and then Newport just battered us for the rest of the game so we were, we were lucky to come away with a point but it, it really should have been three the amount of chances that we had good chances but we just need to get them back at net On paper would you have taken a point against Newport? I would have said all three to be honest but again a point away from home is ever so bad and the conditions obviously playing a massive part but like Cam said chances again and you know one, we'll go one goal up and we, you know, we concede what about you but Simon is the, it? the thing the, the thing with the weather is it's the same for both teams so you know I know Evans said something about that um, we went 1-0 up which yeah is great and a point away from home I, I, I think I said on a, on a Facebook uh, page yeah, we we went a well, point away from Newport. Great. However, we did go one 0 up, and it's that tendency of holding that lead that we don't tend to try and well, not try and do. We 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 haven't. We seem to stop after 
so many minutes and that's what causes them to get back in the team back in the game sorry I think the frustrating thing is obviously again Newport have got one style of play which we sort of spoke about a little bit last week as well they try and get the ball wide and they try and get crosses in from deep stop the cross you stop the goal we did that fantastically in in the first half didn't we Cam and then second half it was just that one sort of moment of we just stopped yeah it's it's, Mm. We've got a thing recently, just if things aren't going our way, we'll just resort to usual and just hoof it long. And obviously we couldn't score, so we're hoofing it long. It's letting them back into the game. Uh, so be it, they get a throw in and they score from it. It's just, fair enough, it might not have been a cross into the box, but it was like, it was just... Did, did we come out and think we'd won it in the second half? I think half? we were... we're Slightly overconfident in the second half. I think we should have come out. And Is that why we kind of concede so late on because we think we've won it? Yeah, I think there is something in that. It's to be a bit fair, complacent and that one goal yeah. is always going to be enough for yeah. us. Yeah, we've, uh, we've learnt enough this season. It's not. No, no, no we, so, I mean no. we, we've we've all probably seen it two or three times this season where we've been a goal up or you know something like that, and we've come out. It's Luton, for example. My, me personally, we had an excellent first half and we absolutely battered them. We were two 0 up within minutes of the. Were we only two 0 up at half time? Or I think it was two. I think it was two 0 yeah. against a team that a week before had put what was it seven, seven past yeah. the oval. And we we come out in the second half and it was almost as if management had just said sit back for forty five minutes and you'll ride you'll ride this one out and you'll win. And it just goes to prove that it doesn't. You've really got to start seeing games out, and I think there was a little bit of that against Notts County as well on, on, on Tuesday night. We you know we were one 0 up, and we looked good for it. It's probably the best we played all season. We'll come on to it a little bit more in a bit. But again, we just sort of switched off and didn't play the whistle. It's yeah, it's that say, annoying thing. Anyone that's seen the highlights, obviously, poor Digby did get taken out, and it was it well whether it was a foul or not, but he still had a head injury. So if the referee was playing to the to the rules of the game 100% then uh, the play should have stopped but yet again it's just not keeping focus Stags players were appealing Jacob Mellis took a booking because of the protest to the referee but it's them sort of little things that is costing us at the minute and we mm. can't let these niggly little bits of the game cost us fair enough it's only the Czech Trophy and we did win eventually but it's still we need to cut these little bits out of the game and that goes through the whole squad doesn't it it's one of those things where it's, you can all right say yeah it was the Czech Trade Trophy and uh, you know we we played essentially a reserve team I use that word uh, very loosely indeed but it goes through the whole squad doesn't it and you've got to start seeing these games out one thing though which did impress me on Saturday obviously we came up against a horrible storm mm. a Newport side who are dangerous when they do get balls in the box but after they scored ten players capitulated and didn't want to play and almost looked resound to taking a point and to, in some respects resound to losing as well and then instead of Storm Bryan it was Storm Conrad Logan what a game he had fantastic just it really did keep us in the game the ball was swirling around crosses coming into the box and it was really difficult for the defenders to deal with and I think because Newport are such a big and physical side I think that's that's the way they set up to play every game so if you could cut the cross that then great but we couldn't and every time that the ball was going into the box, it was Conrad Logan saving it, tipping it onto the bar, over the bar, making world-class saves from someone that we didn't think could even reach a ball at the beginning of the season, never mind 
uh, plucking them out at Sky when nobody else would have caught it. Let's look at the last couple of games then in reflection. Obviously, we talked a little bit about the Barnet result in last week's podcast, but we're looking at a much bigger picture now. We were saying sort of last week in the podcast against Barnet, it was a good result to get us back on track and what have you. In the grand scheme of things now, obviously results haven't been ideal for us this month, but if you look at the way we were perhaps you know, against your Cheltenham's, against your Colchester's, against Swindon as well, where we put in three really below par performances, the change over the last week where, let's face it, we've travelled a lot of miles, the boys went on the day to, to Barnet, they didn't do the overnight stop, all right, they did for... Uh, for the game on Saturday at Newport but it's a lot of miles to take in not a lot of training time that was always a week which I think we looked at the start of the season which we were going to find the most difficult and actually in retrospect we've come out of it probably in a more positive frame of mind than perhaps we all thought mm. would was possible two, three weeks ago would you agree? Uh, yeah, I, I think so the The problem with the, the last week as well the, the, the hardest week as, as you say um, we've had as well we've had all this Gillingham um, cloud hanging over his heads and you know is he going is he staying and things like that and I think that that was then he came out and kind of committed himself to Mansfield and then it's like right let's put a complete line under that now draw a line in the sand and let's start again <coughs> and I think we we needed a point or three points against Newport and the way that we've gone about it, you know. Yeah, we, we we did draw away at Newport, and you know, it's Newport, and many of us might have thought we should have took three points, but they are six in the league, and they're not there for like you know they're there for a reason, not because everybody else has been rubbish. They're there for a reason. They've been picking up points. Against some at, decent teams as well at look, home. Look at their transformation since Mickey Flynn took over. They were what rock bottom of the football league, weren't they? When he took over, it looked like they were going back to play the likes of Braintree and what have you in the conference. And mm. they're a physical team. They get the way they, they get up there is obviously by getting balls in the box from deep, and teams don't cope with it the long throw as well. But that's why they're up there. They beat some good teams. They've got some good results, and I think. On paper, you probably would take a, a point against Barnet, so long in your, ne- as in your next match, which technically, league-wise, is obviously Exeter on Saturday. Mm. You then go and get the goods and get a win under your belt. And in the next match, if we're looking at the bigger picture, let's not talk. Let's not categorise it into competitions here. In, your me- in our next match against Notts County, we very much did go and do that. And that result for me against Notts County, all right, Steve Evans, I'll have a bit of a rant about that in a minute, but... Um, <laughs> You know that result for me. It's the old saying in football: no matter who's out on the pitch, as a collective group, winning breeds confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's something we've got to build on. Since he's come out and we got the point at Newport, we got the point at Barney, we got the win at Notts County. I've not heard anything from the Boo Boys saying get go to Gillingham. Gillingham's the way for you and whatever. It's no one's particularly putting it across anymore because. He's come out and he's he's said that he's committed to Mansfield, and fair enough, we've got two draws, a loss, and a win uh, since he said that. But it's it's just showing that he does really actually care. He does stay and he wants to finish the job. And we've got easier games coming up. Fair enough, I think they're probably the toughest game that we've got coming up. Probably your Exeter and then uh, probably Shore Lane because that could be an absolute hiccup. 
there, and then Coventry the week after. But there, you're probably three three biggest games coming up, and if we can get through them and take well six points and a and a way through to the second round at Cup, then I think season will probably start to turn around a bit more. So you're nodding away to yourself there, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about time we start picking up the results. I mean, you, know, you look at the teams we've faced, yeah, that they've been really good sides and that, but they're the teams they should be beating. Yeah, I don't think we can carry on going, coming and playing, you know, playing the lower teams, and nah. it's it's so frustrating. There needs to be that consistency in there. Yeah. yeah, you picked up on something though from his press conference today. Cam was talking about he's now disclosed to the mass and he's staying, but you picked up on something today, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, um, the way that he was, he, he, he was basically bigging up Gary Tisdale and how great he was and his as, as a Paul. person. And his Paul, brother Paul, yeah. And his brother Paul. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would I say? Gary. 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 Who's Gary? Gary. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows a Gary, let us know. Anybody knows Gary Tisdale? <laughs> let us know. Paul Tisdale, sorry, should I say. And it's his birthday, it's his old age, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, Alzheimer's, don't worry. <laughs> um, he was basically saying that um, when the crowd was when when Exeter weren't doing that well last season, and there was, I know they, they managed the playoffs, but at some point last season there was they were near the bottom, and Steve Evans had a bit of a, a, a dig. Well, I saw it as a dig at the Stags fans by saying, not once did they want Paul Tisdale out, or you know, not once did they boo him. They all got behind him, and. You know, it, it, there was a team. You know, the team wanted uh, Paul Tisdale wanted to be at Exeter, and Exeter wanted Paul Tisdale. They they were his exact words, and you know, they they all worked together through the bad times, sort of thing. And I think, in a roundabout way, that's what Steve Evans was trying to say to us. You know, don't don't have a go at me. Let's get behind. Let's get behind me. And you know, together we can we can push forward, sort of thing. I say, if you've got a team that's playing and not playing to the expectations of the team, uh, of the fans, and the fans get on the team's back, then it's all a lot of the time this season. It's been not the team, but Steve Evans. It's been targeted at, and I think it comes a lot to games that we have played away, where it's been coming to the end of the game, and players are going to applaud the fans that have come, travelled all the way. Uh, Newport for example all the players came across and all the fans applauded them because fair enough we drew but it was a good performance mm. And but you compare that to Colchester and we fell to pieces came across and we were getting booed and they were getting abuse Steve Evans were getting abuse and I think that's where it's starting to change there's not as many people that are, yeah. the fans are starting to get behind but them me as a Stags fan I don't know about you guys I don't mind Losing, as so, well, I do mind losing because I hate losing. But <laughs> I don't mind it if, like, everybody's gave one hundred and ten percent. You know, from minute one to minute ninety, and this, the, you know, we've tried as hardest, and you know, we don't switch off on forty-five minutes and go one nil up and go into changing rooms, and we think we've won it, and then it's like you ain't, you ain't got to bother it second half because we've won, sort of thing. It's like there's still a second half to play. For example, Luton. If I was two 0 up at Luton, if I was Steve Evans, I'd I'd tell him to keep going, and I'd want you know I'd want to another two or three. I'd want to beat them five 0 mm. because I'd want the league to stand up. I want the league to look round and go, hang on a minute, Mansell's just beat Luton five 0 They beat Yeovil week before seven two. 
So you know the, you know I want I want Mansfield to be like you know a team that like people are going to fear when they come to us sort of thing. And I think on that obviously that boils down a lot to the players, and it boils down a lot to we've spoke about it in blogs, we spoke about it on the podcast and wherever about the want and desire of the players, which has sometimes been you know kind of. Absent, I think it's fair to say, in, in certain games. Swindon, for example, is a prime example. I mean, yeah. you came back from your already watched that, and I bet you thought, yeah. I wish I'd have chucked myself in the sea, you know? Yeah, but. I think another thing, I think a lot of the players like to play as individuals rather than the team. I think the players think they're better than what they are. Yeah, I think that's that's a yeah. big thing. And I think you would have seen it against Nuts County Cam as well, I'm sure you did. If you weren't, then you need to get the, the glasses sorted. <laughs> from the very, very first whistle, there was that want and desire. And there was that hunger to try and get the ball to move the ball. There was a bit more freedom in the play, regardless of you know what's behind that doesn't matter. But there was a little bit more fire in there, and there was a little bit more want and desire. And I think for me, if I was a player in that environment, I would have gone off the pitch thinking, right, we really are together here, boys. We've mm. got a, a win against. Let's face it, they, they made one or two changes. Not it wasn't a full strength not county, but it's still a not county side with players in there that can hurt you. Mm. Players in there with experience and players, you know, can, who are going to play top level. George Grant, who came off the bench, he will be a Premier League player within the next two seasons, one hundred percent. So this is a good time to bring David Carter's comment in here. He's sent us a, a comment on our Facebook page, the Facebook live stream this evening. Uh, did that win at Notts County kickstart this season? Although it was uh, in the Tim Pot Cup. Um, so what do you think? Did it? Or can it have the potential to kickstart the season? I think I think it will, but I think it just goes back to the, the what the players want, the hunger, the desire. For, we we kicked off, ball goes upfield, they get a free kick. They send it back downfield. Anderson sends the ball back up. Angle and Be- uh, Spencer lose the ball between them, but they win it back. A couple of seconds later, we score, and I think that's what we need to take into other games. Just if we lose the ball, keep going. Don't just stop. Just keep going. And I think if we can take the Notts County game and put a, put a simple performance in against Exeter, I think, like Simon said, we will get the rest of the league to stand up and say, we need to be wary of Mansfield. They've beaten a, a good Exeter side. Hopefully we can beat them. But we need to, it's these big games that we need to pull the results out of. Mark, I, 10 chain... Go on, sorry. No, 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 I'm going to go off on a tangent, so just... All right, OK. There, yeah. <laughs> and I think also, the way that Mansfield are playing, I think there's been that much pressure put on us, being the favourites to win the league. And I think, because we've got such a young squad, you know, I think the pressure's on them to, to like, win every game and... As fans, we, we, you know, some fans are like, you know, we need to win every game, otherwise we're not going to win this league. And also, just to pick up on what you said earlier on, um, the game against Notts County, you know, it gives the hunger and the desire for players, but it depends on what team Evans picks, because he might, he might drop Rose, uh, sorry, not Rose, he might drop Angle on Saturday and put Evans back in. Now, Angle's score, you know, you know, you can see one or two of them coming back in, but I read that Jack Thomas had a brilliant game on Tuesday night. I don't know whether that's true or not. And it brings me on to my other my other mate that I was told before we come on air, Paul Digby. You, I mean, we'll you save said, that, me and you will <laughs> <save> that. <laughs> you said that he had, a, and he had an outstanding game in, in the defence, so why not put him in? On Saturday, 
It's an interesting point to raise. Let's keep on the, the subjects. Uh, we'll come on to Digby in a bit because I love going toast down the Digby. <laughs> it makes my week. Uh, I'm going to come to you on, on this, Mark. Simon made the point there about it being a young squad. We're obviously all passionate supporters. We've been through the good times. We've been through the bad times. Yeah. We, I think, more than any supporters, I think it's fair to say, up oh. and down the country, want things a little bit more and are probably a little bit... I think it's fair to say... Too quick to be a little bit too harsh when things don't quite go our way. Yeah. But because we've got a, in the past we've had players in the dressing room, your Murrays, your Maguires, your ex, your Dempsters, your yeah. experienced pros when we're in the conference of when we were going through those bad patches yeah. had got the experience to draw upon. Simon mentioned about the youth in the squad there. Yeah. How much of a challenge is that for Evans to 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 sort of manage really because you know you look at those young players they've all played at perhaps a high level your league ones your yeah. championships and haven't really been in that environment yeah is this is that the biggest test for Steve Evans do you think managing that those expectations yeah it's a bit of both I mean you look at the manager obviously Steve Evans is he's been in the game long enough so you know he had thought he'd know how to manage players you know especially being a league two as well having gotten crawl up there and Okay, it was a few seasons back, but you know he, the players as, as well. You, you look at and the, the quality of players for this league. Let's face it, they really are. But I mean, you can have really quality players, but if they don't work as a team, it doesn't mean anything. And as soon as they do click, I think we'll all see the best. It's one of those situations, isn't it? Where what I was going to ask you before was obviously about starting to click uh, as a team. We made ten changes on Tuesday at Notts County, which you'd expect in the competition. Yeah. There were probably three, four players who really stood out and props deserved to be in with a, a chance on, on Saturday against Exeter. But is that now highlighting that we've obviously had the performance against Lincoln in the Czech trade where we made the changes and it wasn't great and yeah. maybe against the, the, the League One side in the Carabao as well. But yeah. is that now saying, is that now showing for you as a supporter that it's we're three, four months into the season now. Yeah, players aren't being picked to play in the league. Mm-hmm. They've got a chance to perform, and they, they've done so. Is that now showing that we are strong enough? And does that, in your mind, maybe put you at ease a little bit to know that there is something going forward if we need to call upon them? Yeah, I mean the strength and depth we've got on the squad is fantastic, really. I mean, you know, you look at the bench. If things aren't going right, you've got your likes of Lee Angle on the bench. You can come and get your goal. And Sterling James have not seen much of CJ Hamilton, who had a good game the other night. So there's. Plenty of players that can easily do the job. So I don't think it's like when we get injuries or suspensions, we don't have to worry because we've got players that can easily do the job. Keep your comments in and uh, keep your points coming in as well on Facebook. Drop us a, a comment in there or you can tweet us at MTFC Matters uh, as well. Let's look <coughs> at boosts for this week before we move on to a special birthday game to try and win half a pick and mix. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Uh, it was a full one, but there you go. Um, let's look at boosts for, for a moment. Newport, let's start with that. Let's go back to Saturday. The magic man, the potter's wheel was back. How much of a boost for that was was it? How much of a boost? It, it was a good boost. And I think it was fair enough Harvey Potter's only young, but he's still vastly experienced compared to some of the players that we've got in this squad. And I think the experience is what we're missing. I think we're missing people such as Joel Byram and Xander Diamond who have been injured and we've had different players injured throughout the season and I think it's just getting that mix between youth and experience and I don't think we've quite got that this season so far so to go into the Newport game and I think to be honest at first half that that team other than a couple of changes maybe just 
so we can switch things up. I think that team should be starting on Saturday just because it had the the right balance between experienced players when you need to get the the who hard. Would you, who would you change, Cam? It's an interesting one. I'd probably take Cummings out of the squad, out of the starting eleven, and I'd start Liangle because he had a fantastic game at Notts County. And I'm not quite sure what else what I'd do, to be honest. I think, one, that, I think one player who goal, I would put in, but maybe I don't know. That's I, mean, a, I do want to see a legendic. I mean, I was singing. I was, I was really begging him from to be in uh, three, four weeks ago, but now I'm not. I mean, I really want to see him get his run in the league at some point. I think mm. he will. He will mm. get it. But just looking back at Barnet and Newport, when we they got a goal back in the game, there's only one man who who earns a point, and that's Conrad Logan. Mm. And I don't and think, I think it's, he can ever I think that. it's interesting that. Logan's put in his performances but it's like do you change it up and because Conrad Logan's not always been the most commanding of goalkeepers never been one to come yeah. out of the box and I think that's still a thing that he needs to it's improve it's still an issue on. isn't it it's still an issue and I think that the goal against but, can, you really pin, can you really pin that on your shoulders or do you look across the sidelines and think well you've got a specialist goalkeeping coach in is that something the goalkeeping coach should be working on I think it is but I think it's always I think it comes back to not dealing with the pressure right Stags have come under pressure in spells in games and we've not dealt with it and it happened again at Barnet it happened at Newport and I think it's just I think it's the obviously the back I think probably the centre backs and the goalkeeper that need to improve that because fair enough the wingers your your left back your right back might not be able to stop the the cross coming in but the goalkeeper should be commanding his box saying this is my ball, mm. you go for that or leave it, it's going yeah. out, whatever. And I don't think that's quite being put across enough because you look at the Barnet goal and the goal at um, Newport, they could have been avoided easily, but we just need to get that yeah. solidarity at the back. And I think the trust is there, but I think it's just Conrad Ogre needs to tell his defenders he needs to be more to commanding yeah, more. He, does. he needs to open his mouth a bit more If the, I always feel that if the ball's in the air and it's coming over and it's heading towards six yard box it's goalkeepers all day yeah, every day definitely but, all day every day but then it's we, we want to do that but the defenders aren't knowing who to go for it exactly the defenders yeah. are just stood still it happened at Newport they've headed the ball in Logan was pretty much stood on his line. The defence was stood a couple of yards further forward. Let's stay on the subject of defence then. Bit of a risky one for me, but Evans has uh, come out and said he will be potentially match fit for Saturday. A, a boost in there. We spoke about the boost of Alfie Potter moments ago before we went off on a bit of a tangent. Uh, here's another, <laughs> another, that happens here on the Mats from Matters podcast. Uh, let's look at another potential boost, and that would be the captain, Xander Diamond. Obviously, been out since pretty much August uh, with an injury, picked up an injury in the reserves, didn't. You know, and, and has not been able to get back himself back in in the side. Bit of an experienced head, obviously, which we've perhaps been lacking, as we mentioned earlier. Would he be the boost that Mansfield need, Mark, to combat what what Cam's just been talking about? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a leader himself, you know, Xander Diamond had a fantastic season last season at Northampton, and you know, I think he's one of the players this season that you know you look at as a leader, you know, captain leading the team forward and it's been a lucky of injuries but you look at the defence we've got now and it I mean who do you drop that's the question though uh, yeah I was just about to say that do you drop Christian Pierce, yes. who's an absolute rock and the leader yeah, and yeah. the leader 
Or do you drop David Murfin? Who? Well, Murfin is injured, but obviously Bennett's come in for him. He played against um, Newport, nearly forgot it then, and then play, he was the only one to stay in the lineup for Notts County. Mm. Played at centre half. We've had this debate about Bennett yeah. before. He's yeah. a far better centre half than he's right oh, back. Yeah. He was solid yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Do you think that maybe on Saturday we could go three at the back then and resort to something that we know does work, but we need to get the right personnel? Mm. You play uh, Bennett as right centre back. KP in the middle as centre back and then Sander Diamond, Diamond yeah, on that, left centre back or vice versa and play Diamond in the middle and be this commanding player telling players midfield push mm. forward when we need it drop back when we need it and have somebody like Mellis in midfield yeah, having that well, free roll sort of thing as I'd well I'd probably play Mellis further upfield probably maybe someone like that's but, the cam but, roll for Mellis but, isn't it just off the front yeah two. it is or and then Butcher or Byron as like a bit of a sweeper playing uh, yeah. CDM let's stay on the midfield for a moment and go to Mark's comment on the Facebook page I think the midfield is uh, where we struggled Tuesday it looked like uh, we had a threat in there at presumably means with Byron uh, it'd be nice to see Byron Mellis in there instead of Butcher and Atkinson what do you make of that one obviously because the central midfield partnership seems to have been Butcher and Atkinson of recent weeks but obviously it was on Tuesday it was Mellis and um, Mellis and Byron don't think Byron I, personally if it was me I wouldn't risk Byron Saturday against Exeter I'd save him there's a reason for it and I'll come on to it in a minute but I'd save him for Tuesday give him 70-80 minutes and see how he comes through that mm. but on that subject which Mark has, has just said what central midfield partnership would you go with because I think he's right we have struggled in midfield a little bit to get things ticking over and it's sometimes partnerships don't quite click do they and I think no, Atkinson I think, and Butcher don't I think to be honest I'd probably play Byron and Mellis in the centre and I'd probably put McDonald on left wing and Atkinson on right wing or vice versa because mm. they, they both look very attacking threats Byron and Mellis can drop back when neither they both can play attack but also know when they need to drop back as well and I think with Butcher and Atkinson I think they would play in both players the same way they're both more defensive minded more than anything so yeah. was always dropping too far back and we end up camping on his own 16 yard line mm. for most of the games to 18 yard line so I don't think I think we just need to get the midfield sorted more than anything if Byron plays on Saturday I would be tempted to play Mellis as well because obviously Mellis likes to get forward and Byron's the person that likes to stay back so if you're going to play three at the back, you've got like that Byram just playing, dropping back a little bit and just, just helping the defence out. But in recent times, you know, we we need a, an, another goal scorer. We can't rely on Danny Rose all the while. So with Mellis driving forward, we've got that extra attacking option sort of thing as well. So it kind of helps both ways, I think. I, personally, I would... I mean... I I was very vocal about this in weeks and weeks ago when I was talking about going to the three formation. I think you've all kind of seen it now. You've seen the. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Know what name? I know what's coming. I know who's coming. But in all seriousness, like the, I would have stuck with the three at Newport, but I think he did the right thing with the conditions, with the weather. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny Hunt was superb f- for me at Newport in blocking the crosses, but. The th- you think you mentioned about playing three we've got the pitch to play it's a nice surface it's much better than what it is it's a, it's a wide pitch it's a good footballing pitch and if we get the, a nice well, a nice day for it which I think we might it will be a good game to play three mm. now this is where you won't like it I would 
because I think he, he played tremendously. But I might Barnett. shock you in a minute. Are you going to agree I with me? I might shock you in a minute. Old age. Uh, <laughs> he, he played superbly at Notts County on, on Tuesday night. Won absolutely every header he went up for. Cut things out. Got us moving. Got us pushed up the pitch to allow Byron and Mellis to play. I would go as a back three. Digby, Pierce, Bennett. Hmm. With Diamond maybe for the last half an hour to come on. Hmm. Digby can move into that midfield role if he needs to. I would play Anderson because I thought he was decent at right back and he can play that sort of right wing back role mm-hmm. to get up and down the wing and I think you've got so many options in there which is just fantastic but Digby for me in a back three I think suits him I think suits the way he plays and he did actually have and I was really impressed with it because sometimes you know when you see a lineup and you change things around you look for partnership straight away Bennett and Pierce, you know, was a solid because they played together last season. Mm-hmm. Pierce and Murphy, solid because they started to form it a little bit. Yeah. When they went into the back three at, at Barnet, when it was you know Digby, Pierce, and Murphy, it took a little bit to get going, but it got solid. And I think I would be happy to see him back in there because I think he will play well with them. <laughs> I always think you're going to disagree, but you just put something in my mind. D- but. Like like I said to you the, the other week when we were having the debate about Digby, if he plays well and he proves people wrong, why not? Why not put him in? You know, if he's you know I didn't go to Notts County on Tuesday night, but if you guys said that you know he had a storming game and he didn't miss anything, why not keep him in for Saturday? Last thing you know, it's these check trade trophy games where you need them sort of players. They can yeah. step up the game, prove that they're worth their place in the squad. CJ Hamilton did it fantastically. You know, I, I, as I'd well. like a player to prove, you know, yeah. we like every, we want every player that pulls on a Mansard shirt to do well for us, you know, and it might take a while for a player to do that. I remember going back when we got promoted to when we first bought Alan Marriott as a goalkeeper. He was a bit like Conrad Logan is at the moment. We were a bit unsure about him. Some didn't like him. Some did like him give him time and he ended up being there for how many years five six years Holdsworth brought him in in the January of his first season so that was I think he spent three years let me try and get this right and do the maths Holdsworth came in the second season of the conference so that's third season fourth season fifth season taking three attempts to do this don't worry shut up Uh, (laughs) football league first football league season he was with us wasn't he Uh, so he was with us four and a half seasons and it just just shows what a regular goal yeah he he went from being like you know he's dodgy we need to get rid of him to like it was like in some ways on the promotion season it was Quality and it was what it was our, one of our best players apart from like Murray and Matt Green. You know, he was one of the three that like at times carried us over the line, sort of thing. And I think he, when you look back at it, he was he's rather nervous to come out of his area uh, out, off his line and come collect things. But you know, yeah. but then you look at the first season we're back in conference. You look at the check the. Uh, the JPT game against mm. Chesterfield, he came too far out and ended up flattening Richie Sutton and Chesterfield scored from it. Yeah. So, but, I think... Yeah. It, it, so, for a player like Digby, a running team, yeah. in the right position, might do him well. 
Let's try yeah. and go through some of the comments before they all disappear. Floods of them coming in so fast. <laughs> so we're all busy chatting away, and I'm dis- after them are disappearing. Two of them have gone, and I can't find them again, so I do apologise. Uh, let's start with uh, Michael's comment, then, which, can, which I can just about see, uh, which is uh, the worry we played extra before. My, uh, my concern: can we play against teams? Uh, we don't know if uh, we don't know if Everton under 23s in the FA Cup game against Shaw Lane uh, and have been favourite to win that as we're on TV I think what he's trying to say there is can we play we'll probably play we likely to play well against Exeter and then probably have a bad game against Everton and then Shaw Lane mm. um, so the, has there got to be a bit of a consistency because Evans is likely to make 10 changes again isn't he on Saturday and then yeah. And, yeah. and then make yeah. 10 changes Tuesday and then so many yeah. on Saturday. Has there got to be a bit of consistency for you, Mark? Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, like I've just said, you know, players need to prove themselves. Obviously, your fringe players and what they want to place in the team. So, what better place to do it? But you've obviously got to say the league's the main priority in that. Uh, and also, let's look at Peter's comment as well. Uh, if the game was 80 minutes long, we'd be top of the league. He's not wrong, is he? He's no, he also, no, my dad's not wrong. He also <laughs> said... Uh, oh, you've got the full comments. Let's yeah, have. Work. Uh, yeah, you need a player like McDonald who's able to break up the play as well. He can also carry the ball and support the front too. And I think it's that's a very good point. Not only has I can't really say that Alex McDonald's had a bad game this season. The games that he has played, I think he's done very well in. And I think that's mm. that's a fair. Uh, the only thing point. with Alex, he's, he he disappears in the game. He drifts out of it. But when he's got the ball, he's very good with it. But we we don't seem to give him that the ball sort of thing and he drifts from like right wing or left wing or wherever he's playing into the middle to get the ball and I think he gets lost there but I agree he's not played bad every time he's played the thing for me is is I don't know if anybody else agrees he just disappears in a game sometimes and I think the thing with that with, with McDonald is and I agree he does sort of have those five minute spells where he just disappears I think it's because Evans likes to switch the wingers for five for five ten minutes and put more and I think when they switch it takes both wingers five minutes to get used to trying to play mm. and those five minutes you don't have because yeah, it's costly, and that's exactly yeah. That's the issue. Uh, another comment uh, from Paul whilst we're talking about individual players says. Um, do you feel that Benning should remain in the team? I'm going to go for one word answers and then uh, we'll explain why. Cam, yes or no? Should Benning remain in the team? No. Mark? No. Simon? No. I'm going to say no as well. Cam, what? why? One man, Johnny Hunt. Mark? Johnny Hunt. Yeah, I tend to agree. You can't knock Johnny Hunt's performances. I think for, he was. He came in against... Obviously, again, Benning came in against Barnet to play that wing-back role which he obviously played in reserves which is fair enough yeah. because you need to play that type of game went back to the flat-back four and obviously Hunt came in you can you could see against Newport why Hunt is so highly rated mm. closing players down he's not scared of a tackle he's good in the air yeah. I think he's probably one of the best left-backs we've had mm. for a while because he's just he's got that experience about him as well he knows what it's like to win Dogged games. Newport mm. was a dogged game. Newport was a conference game. Well, that's, that's thing. That's you, look, not you look where he's come from. He's come from Chester. They've been tail end of the conference. So you look always he's, more. He's rough done your brain trees on a Tuesday exactly. night in he's December, done, he's, he's, he's done the rough and ready <laughs> games, and you've got a lot of these players in our team at the minute that haven't done these games. You look at Paul Digby going back to Digby, and he's not. He's not been to these Tuesday night games in Barnet or a wet Tuesday night at Lincoln or God forbid somewhere like Hayes and Yedding or Grays or Lewis places like that whereas Hunt's got this thing that he can 
perform at high standards, even though he's come from uh, such a low down National League team. And I think that's why Steve Evans wanted him so much. Yeah, and it's good to see a lower league player step up to League Two level, sort of thing. I think sometimes. And not that lost. Mark, do you agree that obviously I think. You know, it's a good point that Simon made there. Obviously, we brought in a lot of higher level players. Yeah. Your championships, your League One. Did we need a couple of players, one or two, that had played in the conference and played in those rougher games, just to balance the scales a bit? Really? Yeah. I mean, I think he's one that been one of the best signings of the summer, to be quite honest with you. I mean, you know, he's got that toughness about him. He knows what it takes to defend, and he just gets on better and better every time. Yeah, certainly. So let's quickly run through some of the other comments before we take a, a, a quick break to do a, a nice little feature and try and win. <laughs> would you say three quarters of a pick and mix? What do you reckon? Yeah, basically, there's a giant snake and some stra- giant strawberries missing. That's that's pretty much it. Stop it. Uh, let's read through some of those uh, comment, more of those comments. Then David says more positives this week than negative. Uh, completely agree with that. Obviously, the, the strong point at, at Newport, and then obviously the win at Notts County, bringing confidence. Uh, Mark also says uh, you can come again, Mark. You can comment again, Mark. Take note of this, Simon. <laughs> Digby was brilliant on Tuesday. His best position is centre half. Completely, completely agree. But I can't argue with that because I'm not seeing him play at centre half yet. So. Well, I think you may well see him play there on uh, on Saturday, possibly. I think he might be a... Well, if, hopefully. If not Saturday, well then, then Tuesday against yeah. Everton under-23s. Now, uh, if you've only just joined us this evening, where have you been? We started at about half six. There were a few technical issues. Yeah. Basically, the kettle didn't boil it up and uh, we need to <laughs> cut some cake up because it is Simon's birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Thank Simon. Thank you. Happy birthday, birthday. Birthday. Uh, <laughs> I no, because he's 38 on him, <laughs> and that'll hurt. From all three of us, yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. and, and someone's got to dish out Nathan's as well, haven't they? So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah that's a lot of dead arm. Um, so, uh, that's why we've been munching on cake for a little bit, and whilst we've, you know, that's why there's a bit of a prize for a pick and mix, we're going to do a, a different quiz now. Whilst we do the quiz, though, and if you want to get involved, you can stay watching and enjoy enjoy the entertainment because it's a bit of a, a game show classic. Keep the comments coming in because Cam's keeping an eye on them, I'm keeping an eye on them, we're on the screen as well, um, and we will do our utmost to answer your points as well. We're still going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to write it down, look, I've got a pen, got a pen so we can scribble it down as well. Uh, we're still going to be talking about Jack Thomas, of course, he returned. Uh, on Tuesday uh, we'll talk a little bit more about CJ Hamilton uh, as well and we'll look ahead uh, to the next couple of games uh, as well so get your comments in on Jack Thomas get your comments in on CJ Hamilton and on the next couple of games as well and we'll do our best to uh, answer those points later on now though time for something a little bit different who here has watched TV game show classic or heard of TV game show classic play your cards right Anyone? Nah, I'm too young for this. I've heard of it, I'll say. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm, I'm old enough to have heard of it and watched it. <laughs> Good, and, it and you will agree, it's trash TV, but it's an enjoyable watch. Yeah. Unfor- we are going to play our own version of it now. Okay. Unfortunately, I've got no. there's no Dolly Birds to help us out on this. I do oh. apologise. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. I mean, the budget doesn't stretch. What You've had cake... Yeah. What more do you want? Just that's, while, that's we're, all the, the just while we're on the birthday thing, your dad, uh, Peter, is he said, save some for Daddy O. 
Yes, there, yeah. will, there will be some cake. There will be some cake left. Will be some will be yeah. 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 Not so. when it gets them for Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> you, she also made you, got you a stacked cake, didn't she? She did well? indeed, yeah, bless her. I mean, it's a very good cake. It is yeah. a very good cake. Your sister's gone up in my estimation, Mark, yeah. so well done. <laughs> and that's, that's, good, that's good fiancé points there as well. I think just while, just while we're on it, if anyone's not seen it, it's that. Well focused, Cam, good work. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's a good beautiful cake. cake. It looks really good. Did it taste good? Uh, we've no, not tried it yet. You're not cutting it. I didn't cut it. I didn't cut it. Frame it. <laughs> Frame, that's, see, that's why we got you a, 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 let's be honest, a cheap Tesco. All the supermarkets are available, Kate, because <laughs> <laughs> I'd eat that. It looks all right, but you cut it and eat it. You don't want to. No, no like media that. bias here. No, no not, not at all. all. <laughs> Tesco, if you want to give us free stuff, more than happy to do that. Uh, let's move on then. Uh, for one week only, we're going to play a game of Play Your Birthday Stags Cards Right. I've got a list of number related stags facts. All you've got to do is guess if the fact is higher or lower than the previous one. Do you get where I'm coming from with the play card right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, if I asked, is the number of league is the number of goals scored by CJ Hamilton this season higher or lower than Simon's age? The answer would be lower. Lower, indeed it would. Uh, so we'll start. <laughs> that makes it sound really old. Right, if, no. if it was on 38 goals, I think we'd be flying high. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I've got about 30 of these written down. All right, okay. The aim of the game is: I'm going to give you this to start off with. Okay. You are now in possession of this. Okay. Don't give me this. I'll that looks really dodgy on camera. It, just hear me out. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. <laughs> well spotted. Uh, other brands of pick and mix are available, by the way, but nothing beats them ones. Just hold it that way, then you can't see the brand. Well, there you go. It's, it's Wilco's. I'll put it out there. I don't care. <laughs> um, you are now in possession of that. Okay. I'm going to ask you the higher or lower questions. Okay. But if you get it wrong, it passes along to Mark. Right. And then I'm going to ask you. Okay. And if you get it wrong, it passes along to Cam. Right. And then back to Simon. Whoever is in possession at the end of the 30... We'll get to either share or eat them all to yourselves. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. yeah now yeah. I can tell you there are some quality ones in there. Now I brought this for a date last night. Okay. Um, so there are some missing, uh, but there are some good quality pick and mix in there. Are we a fan of? I, oh, I thought you meant the uh, play your cards right. No, no, that was, that, that wasn't. We didn't play play your cards right. <laughs> That's why I'm single. <laughs> There's some strawberry bonbons in there. There's some what them chocolate white chocolate with sprinkles on top. Oh, yeah. There's some there's some white chocolate mice in there. There's some good there's some good ones in there. It's a good standard pick and mix. I don't let you down. All right. So the aim of the game is to stay in possession of the pick and mix. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to start things off by giving you a number. We are going to start off with our current league position of 13. And Simon, as it's your birthday, mm-hmm. the minute Danny Rose grabbed the Stags' first goal of the season against Crew, is that higher or lower than our current league position? Lower. You are wrong. Pass it on to Mark. Higher. 55 was the minute that Danny Rose <laughs> scored the goal. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Already, you've lost out of the sweets. Mark. <laughs> Higher or lower than 55, the number of competitive minutes played by Scott Shearer since he signed for Oxford. Higher. <laughs> it's lower, passing on to Cam. He's not played a single minute yet. So Cam is We're doing well, now, we, now, Cam, I'm not being funny, but if you get this wrong, just leave and don't come back. Right? I am the master of quizzes, don't forget. Leave on my chair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, can we have the sweets in full view, please? Thank you. 
Um, higher or lower than naught? Uh, in feet, the height of Paul Anderson. Higher. Five foot nine. So yeah, higher indeed it is. Sam, <laughs> well done. Uh, okay, higher or lower than five? The amount of Stags fans who travelled to York City for the Satanta Shield match in November two thousand and eight. Higher. Correct. Forty four. Higher or lower than forty four? The current age of Stags assistant boss Paul Rayner. Rayner's older. So is that higher or lower? Play to the game! Down to, I'm just, it, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm higher than 44. Higher or lower? It's uh, higher. It is indeed 51 in Port Rain. No, it is. Okay. No, no offence, Paul, if you're watching. <laughs> yeah. Higher or lower than 51 with cancelling possession of the sweets? The number of career goals scored by Steve Evans. Lower. Correct. He only no played way. until he was about 19 and then he got an injury that ended it. He played, I think it was until he was 21, 22. It, it wasn't very and old. Surprisingly, for that age, does anyone actually know, bonus point, you can have a sweet out of it if you get this right, uh, I'll ask you all for a number. If anyone can tell me the closest two will get to pick a sweet out of it. <laughs> um, the number of goals, the, no- the actual number that he scored according to Wikipedia. Go on, Mark. 34. Okay. Simon? 23. Cam? 12. Give Mark a sweep. Take <laughs> your pick, Mark. It's all yours. <laughs> Come on, Cam, no, play the game. Oh. Uh, the actual number is 42. Oh. Okay, so Cam, uh, still in possession. Higher or lower than 42, the number of appearances made by Martin Riley during his second spell of the club, 2013 to 15. Higher or lower than 42. Well, that's some back to Simon. 64 Ooh. was close. Oh, 64. Oh, 64. Okay. Higher or lower than 64, the shirt number worn by Adam Murray this season will reach the playoffs under Paul Cox, 2011-12. Lower. Indeed it was, number 11. Higher or lower than 11, the number of clean sheets we've kept this season. Lower. Correct. Three. Higher or lower than three, the number of starts made by CJ Hamilton this season. Higher. Wrong. Pass it to Marks. Lower, it's two. Oh. Ah. Higher or lower than two with the number of permanent managers appointed by John Radford? Higher. Correct, four. <laughs> uh, the number of months Peter Shirtley spent in charge of the Stags, higher or lower than four? The number of months Peter Shirtley spent in charge of the Stags, higher or lower than four? Higher. Correct, 15. Mm-hmm. Higher or lower than 15, the number of goals scored by... Higher or lower than 15, the number of goals scored against Barrow and Alfreton in March 2012, so the number of goals we scored combined. Higher or lower than 15? Lower. Ooh, correct. Just. 13. <laughs> Higher or lower than 13, the number of wins under Adam Murray during his first season as manager after taking over from Paul Cox. Higher or lower than 13? Lower. Correct. 7 was recorded by Murray. Higher or lower than seven, and the number of appearances made by John Dempster in a stag shirt. Higher or lower than seven? Higher. Correct, 81 was the number. Higher or lower than 81, excluding the 19 part, I want the year in which Jamie Maguire was born. For example, if it was 2017, I'd be looking for the number 17. Higher or lower than 81? <laughs> Ooh. I tell you it's close, higher or lower? Um, I'm going to go 
Lower. Oh, it's wrong, pass it to Cam. <laughs> How many questions are left? Eight, three, about, about ten. There's about ten. About oh, ten, oh, eight, eight three. three. Come on, Cam, I want these toughies. I might be able to do this, actually. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, ex- uh, where were we? Higher or lower than 83, as above the year in which Kevin Hitchcock joined on loan from Nottingham Forest. So higher or lower than 83. So likewise, if it was 2017, yeah. it'd be 17. Higher or lower? Lower. Oh, it's higher. Pass it to... Wow. Yeah. Pass it to Simon. 1984, when Hitchcock joined on loan from Nottingham Forest. Uh, also joined us in, in the same year. Okay. Higher or lower than 84... The current age of George Foster, higher or lower than 84? Lower. 61, correct. Higher or lower than 61, the number you get when you add together the day, month and current age of Christian Pierce. So, for example, if it was the first of the first of, and he was 10, it would be 12. So, higher or lower, higher or lower, this is... Purely guesswork. You don't have to get the number. I'm not fussed about it. You just need to know higher or lower to the end of the game. Higher or lower than what? Higher or lower than 61. Lower. Correct. 33. And I didn't write down the permutation, so I can't tell you when it was, but uh, but I think he was born in, I think it was the 5th of January in some year. I can't remember. Um, 27 (laughs) or something like that. Uh, So, higher or lower than 33, the number you get when you add the number of starts and goals scored by Danny Rose last season in all competitions starts and goals from Danny Rose higher or lower than 33 starts and goals higher correct 36 higher or lower than 36 the current squad number of Alex McDonald lower correct 7 higher or lower than 7 the number order in which Wayne Corden was the penalty sh- uh, was in the penalty shootouts against Northampton and Huddersfield in the 2003-2004 playoffs for example Colin Larkin was, was, went fifth, so it was number five. Higher or lower than seven? Lower. Correct, he was. was second. No, he was first. First, first was it? Was Wayne Corden, Liam Lawrence, ah. Neil McKenzie, Laurent Jaffo, Colin no, Larkin. still can't win on penalties. That is why I'm single, because I remember stupid stuff like that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, higher or lower than one? The number of Wembley Cup finals the Stags have played in. Higher or lower than one? Wembley Cup finals. Higher. Correct, which is? Two. Correct. You <laughs> <laughs> think about that, don't you? Okay. There's not many left. He's in possession of the sweep, but will he get there? Or will it go round again? Come on. <laughs> higher or lower than two, the number of goals scored by Super Richie Barker during his time at Stags. Higher or lower than two? Higher. Correct. That's Four two is the, Four two is the number. <laughs> right, he's out <laughs> between you two. <laughs> higher or lower than 40? The height in feet of Wayne Gordon. Lower. Correct. Five. Five foot something. Uh, higher or lower than five? The number of wins recorded by Keith Curl as Stag's boss. Higher or lower than five? Higher. Correct. 39. Higher or lower than 39? The number of goals scored by Craig Disley during his time at the Stag's. Higher or lower than 39? Pressure is on. We've got... This is the first of four remaining questions. Lower. Higher or lower? Correct, it was 16. He's okay. going to keep them now. Higher or lower? Well, I don't think so. There's still two curveballs in there. Oh. Higher or lower than 16? The number of appearances made by Will Atkinson during his first loan spell when he joined us from Paul in the relegation season. Lower. He is correct. Think it's time for a bonus sweet question. Yeah. 
Okay, give me a number. Closest two gets it. I'll start with you, Simon. You're in possession. Higher or you said lower. It was lower, so we're looking for anywhere between 0 and 15. One. Okay. I'm going to go eight. Okay, Cam. Nine. Give Cam a sweep. Correct number, just for reference, so you can get this in your mind, was uh, 12. Or if you one higher than the last person. <laughs> Tactics, I like it. Okay. Higher or lower than 12. The number of goals scored in the stag shirt by Chris Greenacre. Higher. Correct. Do you know? 26. 49. Miles off. Miles off. <laughs> I was just thinking that one's even. Right. Now, Mark. Now, Cam, you can't win. This is too far away from you. Mark. Yeah. If he gets this wrong, yeah. you get the sweets and you have won. <laughs> okay? Mark, if I lose, but if I win, I'll share them with you anyway. Yeah. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that really <laughs> yeah. nice, isn't it? <laughs> Tension, man. That's great. <laughs> 49 was the last number. To keep the sweets. <laughs> Higher or lower than 49? The number of minutes it took Isden Christie to score a hat-trick between the first goal going in and the third goal going in in the League Cup against Stockport County 1997. Higher or lower than 49? To keep the Swedes. Higher or lower? Higher. Mark. You've only got to won the Swedes. <laughs> the actual answer was lower. Four minutes between the first goal going in and the third is Patrick Dahl. Oh, banging hat trick. Yeah, wow. four, one of the quickest tricks in the, recorded in this I was there. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I was, was there. there. I wasn't around. <laughs> so there you go. Mark, remarkably, you've won some sweets. We've actually won a cup. We've yeah. <laughs> actually won a cup. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's entirely up to you whether you want to share them with the rest of us, whether you want to share them with just Cam, whether you want to just share them with Simon, <laughs> or whether you want to share them uh, with yourself. Don't let him bully you, that's fine. Would you like me to give him a yellow card? It's not uh, Simon that's bullying anyone, all fairness. Cam, a yellow card, that is a warning. You get one more and you're off, son. You're off, all right? Okay, so it's entirely up to you, but feel free to, to dive yeah, forward and, and, and yeah. congratulations. But just before you do, yeah. I'll keep going. <laughs> what have we got? I don't want to... <laughs> Carry on, they're all yours. There you go. You're awesome, mate. Oh, you're a good one, you are. I'll, I'll only nick one. I don't know, they will share some. <laughs> there, yeah. he, there he is, look, share them around. Oh, he's good, he's cheers, Carey. That was typical Stags did all hard work and then at last minute, <laughs> bugger it up. <laughs> it was actually. It was very, very close to where we usually are. Mm. Uh, right then, um, coming into the last sort of five, ten minutes of the podcast, then if you're still with us, thank you very much for joining us this evening if you want to leave a comment uh, you can do uh, in the Facebook stream uh, as well we want your thoughts on Jack Thomas we want your thoughts on CJ Hamilton and we're going to look ahead to Exeter and Everton as well let's start with Jack Thomas recalled on Tuesday my sources tell me he was recalled because they wanted to play Joel Byron but they wasn't sure sort of obviously the paperwork has to get submitted in advance mm-hmm. Um when they submitted the recall paperwork, they wasn't sure if Byron was going to be fit enough to no. even make the bench, never mind start. So they recalled Jack Thomas to mm. 
obviously rest legs and, and give him a, a game. Yeah. Uh, Joel Barron then surpassed all expectations and <laughs> was only actually intended to play 45 minutes, but played, I think, until the 55th minute and, and went off just to, as a precaution. Yeah. But Jack Thomas still got minutes on the pitch. Steve Evans kept his promise to, to him for once and uh, Cammy did relatively well, didn't he, on his yeah, return? I can't say that anyone particularly had a bad day on Tuesday night, but I think for the time that he played, Jack Thomas was one of the standout performers, I think, from what he played Tuesday night compared to what he played at Rainworth in pre-season was a massive improvement. You look at the players that he played against um, against and around in the pre-season game, he were essentially fish out of water. He couldn't particularly do much, and that was mm-hmm. against players similar age of him, if not younger, and they were playing him up at Park. But now you go back to Tuesday night, if you played Jack Thomas in that team from the start... I think he would have possibly bagged the goal because he was not only did he have the ability to drop back and get these tackles in when needed, but he also could supply the front front two quite well. And I think it's um, as an all round player, he's pr- improved his game since he's been out on loan at Boston. Let's just look at the comments from Steve Evans for a moment from this morning's press conferences. He says we're delighted with Jack Thomas. We think it was. We think it was the best he played for. He's played for us on Tuesday. Uh, on that particular point, before I go on to his next bit of comment, he's right. I mean, you look at what happened before he came in, emerged into the first team, was sort of maybe a little bit got a little bit too too good, too quick. If that makes sense, as yeah. he got the plaudits too quickly yeah. as a young man that was difficult to handle. Uh, then was sent out for a bit of a loan spell. I think. I think Moore sent him out, or Coxie sent him out. I can't remember which one. I think it's probably Moore. I think Moore sent him out. Yeah, yeah. Barra. Yeah, he went to Barra with Paul Cox. That was that was under Evans last year, wasn't it? No, was, well, was it under Moore? I can't remember. I, I, can't, I can't remember. remember. But um, the point is, he went, he went, he dropped down, came back, and sort of got himself back in the side again and, and kicked mm-hmm. on. The same's happened here. He was a little bit mistreated uh, before as well, and uh, you know. He's gone out on loan, got some games under his belt, coming in and shows hunger uh, for the side, which is never a bad thing. And this and this point actually rings true with, with Steve Evans: is you don't need to tell Jack he's a good player. You, if you tell him he's got to fight for his place in the squad, then you'll get the best from him. And he's absolutely spot on. You know, mm. he's gone out, he's seen players, he knows Byram, he knows Atkinson. Pretty much every central midfielder who can play that position, to be fair, mm. are ahead of him. Yeah but he's come back and he's started to fight. Do you think, he's also said that obviously he's going to be involved in some way on, on, on Saturday yeah. and potentially on, and he definitely will be on Tuesday against uh, Everton as well. Yeah. Do you think now that this is perhaps the, the biggest week in Jack Thomas's career yeah. for his future at Mansfield Town? Yeah, I think to be recorded, obviously, okay, I know it's for Joel Byron, but you know, for him to rate him so highly, it tells you that he sees him in his plans and also, well, I wasn't it last season where he signed a long-term contract as well, so, okay, I know that was Monday morning, but even so, he's got, still got a chance to prove himself, but it's not too late for him to see, you know, he still has a future at Mansfield Town, if he wants it, if he wants to prove himself, then yeah, I think this is a big week for Jack Thomas. Yeah. And we talk about passion, don't we, Simon, and we, we look at players yeah. who want to come through and who more? Who better to understand it than someone who's come through the youth yeah. team who's not so good and Yeah, yeah he, he's lost his way a little bit, anti Jack, to be honest, over the past few months. And and for Steve Evans to recall him back and get him back in, get him back involved, just proves just 
just proves to Jack that um, Steve Evans sees something in him, and it's nice to see the old Jack Thomas back where he, when he first when he first come onto the scene, it was it was in on everything. You know, he won't give um, a player a minute on the ball or anything like that, and he's, he kind of lost his way. So he kind of needed to go out on loan, I think, and. We all, well, we thought, who like my, my dad and my sister and everybody thought that we wouldn't see Jack Thomas in a Mansfield shirt again. I have to admit, I felt to the be same. Honest. I felt the same. And for him to come back and to put a performance in like he did against Notts County, it's pleasing to see, like you say, from a, a young lad <coughs> from from around the area that's come through the youth ranks to come into the team and yeah. like get back to his old ways. It's it's good news and it. Potentially, it's like another new signing for us as well. I'll say it gives him a second chance. He can come in. Obviously, I think he got very complacent under Maury and Cox. I think I don't think they were pushing him as far as he could. No. You want it, you want to push him, but you don't want you want him to be the best player he can be. And I think Evans has seen the bad side of him. Obviously, still being a young lad, not quite dealing with footbally pressure as he would want him to do, but. Uh, he's also seen the ability that Jack's got and the potential that he's got. So I think Evans, if he can keep him on the rails and keep him pushing forward, not letting him become complacent. Right, I've got, a, I've got a, 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 a position in the squad. I need to play this position. I think he needs to go out and he needs to be challenging himself. Evans yeah. did say when he recording that obviously it brought him back in just to obviously cover the side. It was up to Jack Thomas what the future is for Jack Thomas, and he obviously played well. Evans has since said, you know, he might not go back out on loan; he might stick around. But let's just say, yeah. worst case scenario, yeah. it does come to two, three, four weeks time, and Jack Thomas has not managed to break into the side. He goes out. Yeah. How imperative is it that he doesn't join Murray again at Boston, and he doesn't perhaps join Cox at Guysley? How important is it for him as a player, yeah. regardless of whether he has a future at Mansfield or not? that he goes and gets experience under a manager he's not played under before, with players he's not played under before, but yeah. at conference level, top side conference yeah, level. Mean, just going away from Jack Thomas, you look at some of the other young lads, I mean, I think Tyler Blake, I think he's scored quite a few goals, and it just shows you, because it toughens them up being now in the conference, and they'll come back, you know, stronger players. Lewis Collins, another yeah. one like, who's mm. doing well at Gainsborough yeah. as well. So Exactly, you want these yeah. young up-and-coming players to go out and get the minutes, but you want to get... Sort of, like, sort of like ease them into football slowly you don't want them going from the odd game here and there in the youth team to going out and play full time football for a conference team so I think sending Jack yeah. Thomas out on loan to a na- national north team has done him good but now he's a got bit, to step I think he's got to go back to someone that's pushing top end of the national league and I think he just needs that extra bit he needs to learn learn his trade more than anything I think yeah. he's but if we've got Jack Thomas at his absolute best Steve Evans won't send him out on loan because he's got a nice headache to have to think shall I put Jack Thomas who, in who should I pick We've yeah got. who shall I pick you've got Jack Thomas and it, if he doesn't pick Jack Thomas I think he should when he's announcing the team he should get Jack in and just say look Jack you, you, you've been like a millimetre away again into the first team don't drop don't let your head drop don't let this get to you you're going to be on bench instead we're going to bring you on 20 minutes or so see what you can do in 20 minutes and then you might get a, a running team next week 
I think know, that's exactly what he said on Tuesday because obviously he's brought know, him back with, with the provision of playing him. So. Don't let your head drop or, you know, don't let your standards drop because this is the Jack Thomas that not only does Steve Evans want to see, it's what the fans want to see as well because, you know, like we said, he's a tough tackler. He can score goals as well. He's, you know, he gets stuck in. And with him being a local lad as well you always want local local lads to come into your football team and do well because that's when that's when I feel that Mansell's done well when there's been local lads in yeah. your team sort of thing it means more to them and that's exactly that's yeah. I think it also yeah, yeah. comes back to if you see if other local lads that are in football you see someone that's local at a, a relatively big team for the division that we're in mm-hmm. if you see them doing well you're going to have other lads that are higher quality coming into your youth team and this is where you start bringing youth teams through mm. and it's point proven at Crew, they do a fantastic youth system mm. same at Doncaster and they've got young players coming through all the time and Sheffield United and Sheffield, Sheffield United, United as well exactly. is probably one of the best you look at what Whiteman's done exactly and you want these yeah. players yeah. to be coming yeah. through yeah. So well you, you need well. someone like Jack Thomas to, to pave the way for the rest of these players yeah. so all about building for the future exactly, exactly. Uh, Peter says on that good points uh, would love to see Jack uh, back to his best as would we all let's move from Jack Thomas from central midfield to left midfield uh, and we're asking the question is it time for a run in the league for CJ Hamilton? He was fantastic against Notts County. Get your points in uh, in the comments whilst we discuss it as well. Yeah. CJ Hamilton in the league, yes or no? Yes. Why? I don't think we've seen the best of him, and I think he's improved a lot from the games that he's been involved in. Because I think last season it was just his final ball, but I think I, don't know, I think he's got something in him, CJ Hamilton. There's two words for me, which is why I would give him a shot. And we've got so this is the headache that which we've got. We've got so many options, which yeah. is great. Which good stuff, exactly. The but there are two words which stood out for me on Tuesday in highlighting in his performance: pace, flair. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think I don't know what I think. Probably you, most of you will disagree. I think I'd probably put him on the bench. I'd put him on the bench. Easing back into the football steadily, whether he starts, if he start goes on the bench Saturday and comes on the last, if we need a goal, last half an hour, he's got the pace. Mm. Their defence is starting to get tired. He yeah. can get the ball behind. You look how well he played when the Notts County defence was starting to get tired at the end of the game, and obviously that's where his goal came from. The defence not quite moving with him. It opens a bit of space up for him, and he sticks it in the back of the net. And I think that's where his CJ Hamilton becomes the best player he can be wearing players down to the point where he's got a little bit more time he can think right what can I do with this can I play a ball mm. into the box can I cut back inside and I think I think if it starts on Saturday I think it'd be too soon and I think he'll be absolutely knackered by time by half time and there, there's the thing isn't it it's now about looking at the next three four games let's say three games for argument's sake over the next eight days or so extra in the league Everton under 23s in the Checker Trade Trophy, Shaw Lane in the FA Cup. Three very, very different games. Mm. We've got a big squad. I think we're pretty much, bar for David Murphy, up to full fitness in terms of selection, mm. with Xander Diamond needing probably needing some match minutes. Mm. But you've got the games to be able to do it in. Let's look at these now. Three points is obviously the number one yeah. priority. Yeah. Qualification yeah. for the FA Cup round two, yeah. second priority. Checker yeah. Trade third. But that said... Obviously, Exeter first and foremost. We need our best side out there. We've got to get three points. CJ Hamilton, would you risk him? Probably not. Xander Diamond, would you risk him? 
Probably not, because you want to get three points. But then it all boils down to how Evans manages it for the checker trade. Because mm. I still believe, well, we have. We've got a mathematical po- you know, possibility of still yeah. getting through. Evans doesn't want to, ramp for another time. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's uh, all good fun. Uh, but the point is, we've got the players and the depth to be able to do it. And if yeah. he manages it in the right way, over this next these next three games, if it's managed in the right way, as in... We're not making 10 changes Saturday, then we're not making 10 Tuesday and then 10 Saturday again. As in, It's like three or four in key yeah. areas. Mm. I think in two weeks' time when we're on this podcast and we've seen these three games go by, I think we'll have got three wins out of three. Easily. I see no reason why not. Mm. I think if we can play the best team that we've got and we can be the best Mansfield that we are, I think we will get it because it's... Living up to the expectations of the fans and the and the rest of the league, and I don't think we're not quite we're not quite doing that at the minute. But, but I think these are the games that we need to put a point across. Yeah, putting a good performance against Exeter because Exeter top of the league. We've beaten top of the league already this season in Notts County. Mansfield only ever turn up for the big games. We've yeah. seen this before, and I think we just need to be the best Mansfield we can be. If we can go out there, put a good performance in against Exeter. Not too worried about the Everton game, just more about players that need minutes yeah. that might not be good back for fitness. I'd probably. I agree. I would ju- all I would just add to that is on Tuesday against Nuts County, I won't go into this too much, but on Tuesday against Nuts County, Steve Evans came out and said he wasn't bothered about the result. For me, his body language stank and it really annoyed me. But the players, the message would have been just go out and get fitness. Mm. And the players that stepped in actually went, do you know what? I'm not just going to go out there and get some minutes under my belt. I'm going to go out there and perform and knock on your door and show you why I should be in for the league. Mm. That's what they need to do Tuesday. Exactly. Well. Yes. So it's because Evans won't care about Tuesday oh, at no. all. No, I was, uh, I was very surprised that Evans was even on the touchline for the Notts County game. I thought he'd be sent to Rainer for it because obviously I know Steve Evans gets into trouble when he played bigger games and it's mm. like Notts County. But I think it's. It is a point that players need to prove to him, and I think players such as Jack Thomas, CJ Hamilton, Lee Angle have put their point across very well for a place in the starting lineup. And I think Amara Sterling James was another one that mm. played fantastic Tuesday night. And I think Sterling James could start an easy, a game easily in the league, but I think it's just finding the position that yeah. you can best play him, whether it's striker, whether it's winger, or whether it's a man sitting a little bit deeper to yeah. the strikers and feeding the strikers so many options so many different so many different ways and means of that's what we get stuck on this this season we've got that many players the thing is as well it depends what Manchester Town team turn up on Saturday Um, you know we can sit here and name the squad but if we play to extra strength like we have done in teams in the past where where we play at their level instead of making them play at our level then we're going to find it difficult. But going back to CJ Hamilton, I probably agree with Cam and put him on the bench and bring him on. But against Everton and Shaw Lane, I will definitely start the same him. Same sort of players definitely that need to be started, yeah. Fantastic. Let's leave it there on that one then. And let's just quickly look ahead prediction wise to the next couple of games. Let's start off with Exeter then, Mark. Give me a score prediction. What do you think we're going to do? Obviously, Exeter, bit of a poor run of form at the moment. Not winning three, two back to back losses as well, slipped from the top. Mm-hmm. They're desperate to get up there uh, again. Yeah. And they'll be desperate to do it against us as well. What do you think? Uh, 2 1. I think it'll be a tight game. I think obviously they play good football and then we'll find it we'll go with spells where they're dominating the ball but I think 2-1 Simon? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go for one more. I'm going to go for three one for Mansfield because it's about time we scored more than one I, or two in a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think we'll we'll kill it off in the last ten minutes. Cam, what do you think? One nil stags. Narrow, tight. Always a tough game. We were unlucky last season not to take a point out of it. Mm. I think one goal would be good, but I think the three points is more important. So don't push. Fair enough. Keep pushing for a goal. If you get one, great. But get the goal. Don't let your heads slip. Keep focused, and I think we'll get the result, which um, I think is what we need. Could I agree with the reasoning for it? But I'm going to say two 0 because I think we just need that extra goals comfort blanket just to insurance policy. Insurance policy. Everton in the checker trade. Then the way it stands at the moment, Mansfield are third in the table on goal difference. The Stags need to win for qualification purposes, uh, and then hope that Lincoln. Uh, that, Basically, hope that Stags better than Notts County results. So, Stags will need Lincoln to beat Notts County the following week to go through. Um, we'll talk about it more in next week's podcast if we get a win. But uh, score predictions: there will be changes. It will be a different squad. It will be an emptier ground as well uh, as you were expecting these type of fixtures. But it's all about as Tuesday was momentum and, and mm. building that in there. Score prediction: Mark three 0 Stags. Cam two one Stags. Simon four 0 Four nil Everton. Stags. Four nil Everton. Uh, I will go uh, with. Uh, I'll go along with a three uh, nil win for Stags mm. on Tuesday night. Allegedly to get his first uh, clean sheet and then some players to really give Evans a headache yeah. uh, for the FA Cup mm. next well, weekend. A couple of things to tie up elsewhere. Then uh, first and foremost from us here at Mansfield Matters a little bit of a throwback uh, to the past congratulations to former Mansfield keeper David Groff who this week has received an international call up uh, for his country as well uh, he was probably one of the standout players for us in that season we got to Wembley so unlucky not to play in the yeah. final as well due to rule-ins um, and uh, that's fantastic so congratulations to him if you're a junior SSA member as well uh, obviously um, this, it's Halloween trick or treats coming up and uh, the SSA and the footballing community are actually holding a joint uh, f- uh, Halloween party at Django's Play Centre uh, tomorrow still places available if you're a junior SSA member it's all going to be done by football in the community so to book your place all you've got to do uh, is give them a call on 07 427 that's 07 428-147 if you're a junior SSA member it's all free all good uh, fun in there as well get yourself down uh, to Django's uh, and just enjoy uh, the night there now time to wrap up first and foremost the connection question then we we're going to end on something a, a little bit special earlier I asked you uh, the Stags last beat Exeter in April 2016 there are three current Stags players who all started that game one who played for Exeter who are they I asked you to give me a number of how many you knew Cam you said Definitely Bobby Lesnick. No, I don't want to know. Oh, two. two. Yeah, Mark, you three. said three. three. Sorry, you said three. Go for the two then. Lesnick, and I forgot the other one. So you only know one? Yeah. You're an idiot. Uh, Mark? Lesnick, uh, Benin and Pierce. Oh, Simon? Lesnick, Benin and Thomas. Yes. Ooh. Correct, yeah. Mm. yeah. Interesting. Correct, yeah. yeah. Lesnick, Benin and Thomas uh, were the players. So well done to you. Now, uh, obviously for the last two weeks or so Nathan has not been on the panel and then the two weeks before that Mark you weren't here so Simon you've filled in for us and obviously you know you've been part of the team and you've been a, a good loan addition to us so much show we brought you some cake and we gave you yeah yeah to pick, much to appreciated thank you very much taking home a beer now obviously Nathan's back next week which leaves us with a bit of dilemma now 
from <laughs> from it's a hard one for a manager. It's like you know you get a lone player and they perform well, and then you know you have to get your, your first choice players back in, don't you? But yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get I don't want to get rid of you off the podcast. So Cam, I've got some really bad news for you. <laughs> You're leaving. No, right. no, not really. What we've decided to do, we've had a bit of a, a conference. I mean, it's entirely up to you whether you want to accept or not. But we've had a bit of a conference between the four founder members, if you like. Okay. In in the group chat, which which we have, um, and we've basically said, if there's four on the panel, surely we can squeeze an extra stall in and make it five. Yeah. Can't we? That's surely. Right. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We're going to give you the option. We're going to okay. we're going to offer you a formal Mansfield Matters podcast panellist contract which Cam has drawn up so, oh, so no we've ideas actually, we've actually, what it's in so Cam do the honours and, and will you read the contract in your best formal contract offering voice please and I want to see <laughs> glasses on the end of the nose and everything you know proper <laughs> right then this is a Mansfield Matters FC official contract signing uh, Simon Merchant we are delighted to offer you an episode by episode contract uh, until the end of the 2017-18 season in this contract you'll be expected to arrive at the club by 6.15 every Thursday and ready to start by 6.30 all absences, even though we're not all absences must be reported at least three days in advance to allow a management uh, time to adjust the squad he's written it out and he can't read it that's just ridiculous Carol. Do you want me to uh, read it myself? All topics <laughs> must remain ma- uh, football related. Yeah, and I think no, it might be a good idea. <laughs> all topics must remain football related and no family interference is accepted from now until the end of the I'm season. I'm going to have to stop you there, Cam. Right, and so you've shot yourself in the foot with that, haven't you? <laughs> oh, ignore him. <laughs> no family interference. Mark's no, practically family. family. family yeah. When are you getting married? When's the wedding? Do you know, do you uh, no, know, we haven't got a date yet. It's no, after no, the end no, of the yeah. season. I thought fine. you read for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mansfield Matters attire must be worn every episode. Which Shot himself in the foot again. Nobody has Mansfield no. Matters attire oh, except for me. No. No. Been, let's be honest. This is a normal, a, a generic contract. Uh, this contract serves no monetary value and can be, cannot be terminated. That bit's the, the good bit. Without the approval of management. That and it's Craig, Cam, Mark, and Nathan. We've also put in a bit at the bottom where you can actually sign. So block capital signature, signature and date, please. And this is yeah. not a legal contract, by the way. No, You're not no, signing just... over. This is just Cam's way of killing a bit of time earlier on. Yeah. Just, look at that. He's proper. Yes, proper. You mean you could have provided one of those squidgy pen things? Yeah. I mean, you've let yourself. That's an actual pen. Well, that, that, that work? No, no. no it won't work. Yeah. Needs to do one of those thingy ones. There you go. Just, I'd have put Donald Duck to be honest but he's actually going to properly sign this as well. I have at all I mean what you don't realise is that in the small print in there it also says that you have to pay us 30 quid for an episode I was just about to say what date is it <laughs> <laughs> don't know the own date it's your own birthday but now we go. we've actually had to think about this because we're going to think about how are we going to move the set around that, that'll be all be done nobody that, wants that to do that now I've signed it after next week I'm away for two weeks there you go. I'm at work that's it he's jumped up <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah all so signed official it falls to me the humble creator of this stupid podcast which you all tune in and listen to to officially welcome you to the Mansfield Matters thank podcast thank you very much uh, we shall include you in the group chat and it's also forced to me uh, to say thank you very much for listening keep your comments coming in on Facebook and on Twitter check out mtfcmatters.co.uk for all the blogs and all the comments and all the stuff on there and we will be back with you same time same place next week although I can't guarantee we'll have Kate and I can't guarantee we'll be on time but keep your comments coming in this is the show for the fans by the fans why Simon do you know? no (laughs) (laughs) 
contracts. Four yeah, weeks. Are we, are we it's been four weeks. <laughs> so we just. Do you want to whisper it? Do you want to whisper it to him, and then we'll do it again and pretend it's that. Ah, right, okay. yeah, yeah. This is the show for the fans, <laughs> by the fans. Why? Because man, all matters. See you at the same time next Thursday, six thirty. Thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend. Good night. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.